You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. You are listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where I am your host, Philip, And I'm Ryan. You know us. You love us. You came back we for love another, you too. another season, <laughs> another episode. Uh, today, we're talking about something that's really... I'm, I'm super passionate about it, and I'm excited to get this out in the world so people can hold me accountable even more. Ooh. You ready for this? Nope. What are we talking about? You tell me. Being a man of your word. Ah. A person of your word. All right. Man this, or woman. Man or woman. Yes. Why is why are we talking about this with the uncommon? I think it's pretty obvious. There's not a lot of people in today's age that are people of their word. Okay. So that's my thought. Do you would you disagree? I probably will agree. I'm curious how we like characterize like what does it mean I guess to be a person of your word? Yeah, so let's start there. All right. So defining what is being a person of your word, I felt like there's a couple things that we could go here. Um being so the definition i have looked this up you nice. ready for this there's a definition for a phrase yeah wow uh people <laughs> who do what they say they will do okay which is kind of the same thing but just said in a different way yeah i thought about accountability too but i don't think that's quite there um because the definition of accountability is responsibility or like responsible hmm. and i'm like that doesn't really do it but to me it's integrity okay okay so uh, so I did look up the definition of integrity and it's the quality of being honest and having strong and moral principles, moral uprightness, or the state of being whole and undivided. Wow. Mm. So, okay, after you heard the definition, yeah. do you see how it could be uncommon in this world? I think so, yeah. Um, even just going back to accountability, like when you're sharing that, my mind went to, well, if you're a person of your word... Do you necessarily need accountability? But on the like flip side of that, accountability can help you remain a person of your word. Right. So. Right, and to me, so this is back to back to Bible roots. Yeah. Matthew five thirty seven. Uh, but let your yes mean yes, yeah. and your no mean no. And anything more than this is from the evil one. Okay. So, you can see it's a biblical principle, but I think it is so. I think it's attractive when people are like, they follow through. Mm -hmm. That's another way you could probably define this is people who follow through. Yeah. They say one thing and you've had such a history with these people that you know that that's going to get done. Like, I just feel like that is so refreshing in this mm -hmm. world when a lot of times there's so many ways that people over promise and under deliver. Yeah. I almost feel like that's kind of the norm. Sure. So for me, I always want to be the person that, has high integrity and the people that like interact with me know that when I say something, I am going to do everything I can to get it done. And if it's something that I foresee that I will not get done, then I will be texting or calling and we'll be walking through what's happening. The expectation is not going to be met. How do you want to move forward? Mm -hmm. 
a dumb example is like if I'm going to be late to an appointment, I will, and I'm trying to like really curb, for the most part, will text somebody and be like, hey, I'm running five minutes late. And I will, like, it won't be seven minutes late. It'll be the five minutes. Does that mm. make sense? Or if, like, hey, I'm going to be six minutes late here. It's because, like, I've Googled it. It says I'm going to be four minutes late, but I'm, like, foreseeing some more information, you know, like, something to hit me. But to me, I really want to have this kind of integrity and level of um, accountability, I guess if we want to call it, that people, when they look at me and they want to interact with me, they'll know that my yes means yes, my mm-hmm. no means no. And if I'm not gonna, if I'm gonna say it, it's because there's weight behind it. Yeah. Okay. So hit me with your initial thoughts. <laughs> I, yeah, I think what came to mind is even the importance of knowing how to say no and when to say no. Okay. Um, a lot of us struggle with people pleasing, and mm-hmm. if someone asks us to do something, just saying yes without even considering our previous commitments or Mm -hmm. maybe I should ask my wife about this before I commit to this. Um, or maybe this just isn't like my gifting, not to say that you should never do things that fall outside of your giftings or your passions. Like it's good to do some hard things and to sacrifice to serve people. But yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of value in like knowing when to say no Mm -hmm. and, and doing it in a gracious way. Uh, to the person who's maybe made the request of you. and Right. So let's talk about uh, an industry I think that has trouble doing this for many reasons. And I think there's because they probably don't have a lot of control over things. Supply chains right now is obviously backed up. But like construction. Hmm. I've never heard, this is probably out there, but I've never heard of a construction project being on budget and on time. Hmm. Okay. Like to me, somebody could really make a lot of money in that industry if they could help you like, hey, I'm going to stay on time and we're going to stay on budget. Hmm. Like to me, that's something that's integrity filled right now. There's things that come up like you see it on the old proverbial HGTV like, well, we've got termites in the house. Like, yeah, we've got to address it. Like, so there's some things that are unforeseen in right. that thing. But and, and, and like even the construction industry, there's a lot of other things that you could plug this in. But like, hey, you said you were going to get here at this time and it's way past what do you want me to do here mm-hmm. that's usually my first question yeah like i'm now in this un- this territory that's not being addressed i need somebody to address it yep so to me construction workers like think about if you work through like even like a plumber hey i'm gonna be there at 12 15 and he shows up at 12 14 like instantly you're like okay credibility Mm. of this individual has gone up yeah it almost like skyrockets because probably in the back of your mind it's like okay he's probably going to be like an hour late and yeah totally it's just par for the course that's par for the course thank you so back to i think being a man of your word or a woman of your word is super uncommon Mm -hmm. and you made a really good point that i've addressed in my little notes my show notes that i don't (laughs) normally do but here we are good on you uh i feel like the quickness that you can you can have good graces with people go up extremely quick when you can start being a man of your word. Like the ranks of their like, I don't know if you call it social intellect or whatever, but like they have way more grace for you because they can see that you have a track record with them that you said you were going to do something and you followed through. Yeah, credibility. Yeah, the credibility goes up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So I think this is such a huge thing that I want to challenge all of our listeners to be better at. Um, And I want to challenge myself to be better at because if your word means nothing like to anybody or yourself, even we can Mm -hmm. talk about this in a second, 
it's not that fun to interact with you. <laughs> like hmm. you keep telling me something, but I don't really trust that you're going to do it. Or I've just had so much history and it's never followed through. Right. So usually when I have interactions like this with people and they say something, my next thing is like, well, we'll see. Like, <laughs> like if somebody said that to me, Ryan, I would curl up in a ball and just start crying. Like, my integrity is so shot with this individual that they don't see me as somebody who carries weight and my yes isn't yes, my no isn't no. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I wanted to kind of talk about the implications of not being a man of your word, but also the implications of when you when you do say, you know, you're a woman of your word, you're high integrity, and the interactions that you get to have, the relationships you get to have are deeper because there's an underlying truth that you're going to follow through with what you say you're going to do. Yeah. So... Talk. I, I get all hyped up on Mountain Dew Chip. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of directions we could go here, even just touching on like being a dependable person. Yeah, I think most people run out of patience if, you know, there's a time or two or, yeah. or then or more where it's like you say you're going to be somewhere and you're yeah. not, you don't show up or you're habitually late or yeah. you say you're going to get, you know, a, a task done for work and it's late or it's just not done well. Um, yeah, it really has deep effects on just the relationship and how you're able right. to get along with people. I guess like one question I have is what is one area and I can share too, but one area in your life where you feel maybe this is like a, a challenge and you're wanting to, to grow. Oh yeah. I'll say this. I feel like it's with my family that I'm the least integrity filled. Okay. That'll preach. Yeah, that'll preach. <laughs> yes. Here's care to, why. Care to, yeah, elaborate. I feel like they'll have more grace with me. If like, hey, this meeting went long, I'll be a little bit late. Yeah. But outside of my family, like I've, I feel like I text people, hey, I'm going to be late. This is what's going on. And I'll give them a little a bit of a forewarning. Mm -hmm. With my family, in, individually, like or more specifically my wife, of like she knows for the most part, like, I put people and I put their time usually above my own. And sometimes that kind of hinders our family time yeah. because I'm out with people or handling something. And so what I need to do better is be <laughs> to make sure that my, my word weighs on and my wife and family can trust it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think it's so interesting. Like I was in a conversation the other day where we were just talking about like, the patience and uh, manners and like being polite towards strangers that we don't show to our own family. And so even just right. like what you're sharing, the consideration of letting a colleague or a friend mm -hmm. know like, Hey, running five minutes late. So sorry on my way. Yep. But then not doing that with our spouse or our most, kids, the right. people that we yeah say we love the most and value the most, but it's just, yeah. Interesting how we, kind of take that for granted and we're like, well, they, they know how it is. Like, uh -huh. forgive me, but that can have some compounding effects over time. I'm sure. Right. Okay. Tell me about yours. Yeah. I think just being, um, a man of my word when it comes, my mind went to just like work and what we're working on and trying to create with the uncommon and so many different tasks. And if I am not organized, stuff can fall to the wayside I can spend time doing the things that may become a little easier mm -hmm. and putting off the, right. you know, those bigger rocks that if I just actually, if I actually prioritize those, it would make everything easier or like yeah. unnecessary. So just 
learning what the priorities are and not kind of shirking the maybe more challenging things. Right. Um, but tackling those first so that it just kind of has a domino effect. Totally. This is a question. Who does your word have to mean mo- most to? I was thinking through this as we were getting ready to prep this podcast. Is it other people that you want to make sure, or this is maybe for me, is it that you want to make sure that other people know that you're serious, you're SBS, you know, we know, or is it yourself? Because hmm. I really feel like there are times where I have to put my word at such a high regard for myself because there's times where like the time comes and I realize like, I don't really want to do this, Yeah. but I want to develop a pattern in my life where my word means more to me than even my own little stupid, selfish thoughts that I give myself or excuses Yeah. and I'll just get it done. Your little B voice. My little B voice. <laughs> That's yeah, right. That says, I don't want to do this. Let's just like do something easier. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yep. I feel like for me in the history in my last 41 years, I just turned 41 yesterday. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I feel like that's been the biggest thing for me is like holding my own word at a high regard for myself and then have a history of, I don't want to work out today, <laughs> but I told myself I was going to do it. Or this is a true story. Yesterday, somebody asked me, I'm doing the, the 35 burpees a day, nice. trying to do 830 in a month. 35 burpees or you're just burping 35 times? No, 35 burpees. The, okay. The okay. Exercise burpees. Just wanted to clarify for the audience. Smart. Um, <laughs> but yesterday, uh, I had a friend who asked me, did you get your 35 done? And I was like, I got 30 done. I want to do five more. And I was like, I should do 41 just because I'm 41. And he's like, make it happen. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll text you later when I'm done. Well, guess what happened around eight o'clock last night? I didn't want to do the burpees. I'll tell you that. I had yeah. 11 more burpees to do. Didn't want You're to do You're full them. of ice cream and birthday cake. Crumble and... cookies. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. The pink one's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I was like, I told him I was going to text him. I'm getting these burpees done and texted him. Hey, burpees are done. Yeah. So like, I love that people might not even think that I'll follow through, but I know that I've said it. And like that accountability for me is key Mm -hmm. to then I got those done. And then I documented my burpees and moved on. Hey, this is Ryan taking a quick break from the episode to let you in on some exciting news. Registration for our live experiences is now open. We are offering three uncommon experiences, which include a 16-hour escape, a two-day Elevate Leadership Retreat, and our three-day Elite Leadership Adventure. Each experience will offer its own version of fun activities and competition with fellow uncommon men, as well as different levels of leadership skill building. You can go to theuncommon.com experiences to learn more and sign up. Once you register, we'll email your confirmation that includes our intake survey. Just answer the questions and you're on your way to enjoying an amazing experience that is tailor-made for you. Now, we do have a limit on the number of men that can participate in each experience, so sign up ASAP and take that next step on your uncommon journey today. Keep ripping on this. Yeah, where are we going? (laughs) This is what I think is really powerful. One, when your word means high... When when you hold it in such a high regard for yourself, there's really nothing that can get in your way. Now, there are times that it does. I get it. But when you complement this with ownership, this is where I think it starts going to the next level. Like being a man of your word is one thing. Holding it in high regard is another thing. But then taking ownership, for me, allows me not to be able to fall victim. And do you know what I mean by falling victim? 
Yeah, like just blaming yep. your circumstances on like, well, that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, or, there was an excuse. Like, right. I mean, I had a lot of cookies. Okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, but like whatever the victim mentality is, I think taking ownership and then having a high sense of integrity are the two things that help me kind of process through sometimes the hardest situations. Mm-hmm. Instead of talking about my circumstance, take more ownership of, hey, this is what I could have done different to have a different result. And then also telling people about it. Because the, the reality is we're never going to be perfect. We're never going to follow, be 100% people of our word. Yeah. And so when that comes, what happens? Do you blame others? Do you blame your circumstances? Or you do, do you take full ownership of where you're at, what happened, what you could have done different, and how you're going to move on moving forward. Now, those are the people I want to work with. Sure. Yeah, and even I've been thinking just a, a lot of lately about how to effectively set and achieve goals. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a relationship there between goal setting and being a person of your word. And well, how do you view that relationship of like, hey, this is my goal. Let's say you're like, that's a really. I want to do all these burpees. And so you're like, being a man of my word, I'm saying I'm going to do this. And then you break your arm. Yeah, yeah, but right. there are times where we set goals that we just don't reach for whatever right. reason. So where where do you see kind of the balance of like showing ourselves grace and not saying like, well, I'm just not going to set goals because like, what yeah, if I right. fail? You know, right? I, I could use your help in this. Tell <laughs> <Okay. laughs> me how to do this because like I'm the guy who would rather set a goal a little bit lower than what I think I can be that I can do. So then I make sure that I have, I follow through because mm. that's how high it is in my regard. Now, I think that maybe I probably sell myself short, yeah. but I'm also the guy that if I pass a goal, I want to see how silly the goal that I made was. And so I'll like work harder to dwarf it, to be like, oh, look at how, you know, I wasn't dreaming big enough. I wasn't dreaming big enough. Yeah. I'm not the guy who like gets my goal and like sits back and like puts my feet up. Um, which I think there's a lot of things and a lot of times I could have done when I was an employee, but when I'm now my business, a business owner, yeah. like buck stops with you. I'm the only person to blame here. Yep. So yeah, but I could use some help. Honestly, Ryan, I'm glad. Same, you no, this same up. here. I'm not, I'm not on this side of the microphone saying I've got all the answers <laughs> or the magic uh, key. He says before every, every podcast, like, well, I have all the answers. <laughs> yeah. So then then we turn it on. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> deer in headlights. No, I think as far as goal setting goes, you know, and I think probably a lot of people are going to be familiar with mm-hmm. James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits has been pretty formative for me and a lot of people where he says like, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So it's good to make, I think it's good to make big goals and goals that challenge mm-hmm. you because that's how you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. But ultimately you've got to, I think, work backwards from that goal and say like, all right, this is my big audacious goal Mm -hmm. what are the small steps that i need to do every day every week that will compound to get me there and what what is the accountability that would be good to have in place and like there's tons of statistics that show you know the success rate of of achieving a goal when you write it down Mm -hmm. and then when you meditate on or reflect on it every day and then when you like share it with another person it goes up and then when you create a plan to achieve it, it just like goes through the roof. Not that yeah. it's ever a hundred percent guaranteed, but yeah, I think being a man of your word and, and goal setting go hand in hand, but you also shouldn't be afraid to set goals 
thinking like, well, what if I don't reach it? Then I failed. I would right. say like, you only fail if you don't try Yeah. and you can show yourself grace. And cause like I did a, an example that comes to mind is, is me and uh, a guy, we attempted 75 hard uh, last year, oh, yeah. Yeah, which is the, uh, yeah, for Sella. That's, right. um, that's just like a, it's like eight pretty intensive disciplines. Um, you have to like read, take mm. a cold shower, do two workouts, do a diet, uh, take a progress pick. There's other things as well. And so you have to do it for 75 days in a row. No, no Sabbaths, no cheat days. It's in. Yeah. yeah we probably made it. Oh, there's no drinking as well. Um, and we probably made it like 30 some days and mm. then we both just kind of fizzled out. Um, do I look at that as like, oh, I failed and I'm not a man of my word. Not so much. I'm like, I think going into that, I underestimated it, but I also didn't really reflect on like why I wanted mm. to do it, why it was important. What was your why? Yeah. yeah. And so That's then good. when, you know, that you run into that inevitable kind of adversity or that friction, it's just easy to be like, well, I had a good go at it. Yeah. So I think it is important to yeah. start with the end in mind and, and really focus on like, why is this an important goal? How will I feel if I achieve it? And how is it going to benefit myself as well as like the people right. around me? Right. Because that's what's going like, to keep you going. Yeah, I, I, I do think there is something about getting people involved. How many people did you tell about that goal? Like the less people that you do for me, it's easier to quit. Yep. Because to me, like there is something about it. I like competition. We talk about it all the time. But I love getting people in this specific area where I can see a little bit of their character come out. And to me, when no one's looking is when your true character comes out. So when, when there's goals like this or things, is it that, did I fall short? Was I lazy? Or was there something like I broke my arm or leg and like, there's no more burpees happening, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just really think it's, it's powerful to have people that you've surrounded yourself with. I had an accountability partner, which I love accountability and I love when people call me out. I'll give you two examples when it happened. All okay. Right. His name's Adam Hammes, friend of mine. Had a friend of ours. A friend of Adam. ours. Yeah. Yes. You Come know, on. Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Love Plays me some Adam. Frisbee. <laughs> Frisbee with him. We had an accountability group and he was my favorite person to be accountable with because we had these goals for the week. We came into our little status and I was like, I didn't get that done. And I started talking about like, well, this would happen. This happened. And Adam very lovingly and graciously is like, Hey, 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 you just didn't get it done, man. Like what's going on? You know, like stop, stop the excuses, focus in and like, why didn't it get done? And I thought that was such a perfect example hmm. of a friend, like redirecting, like, Hey, I know we all have excuses, yeah. but don't you fall victim to me. Like, this is your goal that you wanted me to hold you accountable. Don't put me in a bad position here by <laughs> making me being the bad guy, you okay. know? So good. My other example is I have an executive assistant that works really well with me and that she has called me out before. Like, Hey, I think you're avoiding this cause it's hard. And, and like, I was like, yep, you're right. <laughs> like, and I just, I ended up doing that. But like, sometimes you just need a little bit of a shake gentle tap on the reminder of like, Hey, this means something yeah. and it does. So those are things in my life that help me redirect of like, Oh wow, I need to have a high value of my word in my life yeah. when no one's looking. Yep. Yeah. Even as you're talking um, about accountability, just the idea of like sharing your goals with the right people uh. is important. I go back to the 75 hard example and we, I was over at the guy's house who I was, you know, doing the challenge with, and we had a couple of friends over watching football and it came up that we were doing this challenge and both of them, one in particular, just 
you know, thought it, yeah, thought yeah. it was really yeah. weird. Like, why would you do that? Right. Like, why would you do this extreme, like self, you know, denial or, or whatever? And, and I think, I don't know if like that got into my head, but I think just the importance of like knowing who you're sharing your yeah. goals with That's and good. like that there's someone who's going to support you, speak life into it. You know, other just high performers, like people who are also trying to be better and right. will inspire you and be like, oh man, yeah, that's cool. Like I've never done anything like that, but yeah, let me know how it's going. And right, uh, and right. then maybe you inspire them to, to do it. Right. Or like, hey, I'll hold you accountable. Like yeah. for you, I don't want to drink for a year. Okay. How's it going? Like, yeah, and it's going day 25. It's going great. Yeah. Like, so there is something about sharing it with the right people to encourage. I think that's so right. Also, too, what I found with for me in my personal life and taking ownership of things, one of the biggest things I can do to make sure that I can follow through is give myself margin. Because what happens is inevitably the plan doesn't go according to plan. And you're going to have to have some margin in order to get to be a man of your word mm-hmm. because things are not going to go your way. So the less margin you give yourself, the more opportunity you have to fall victim of the circumstance that you didn't have enough time to get it done or whatever the reason is. And what I would say is, okay, like you might not have had enough time today, but tell me three days ago, Philip, what, what could you have done then to sped up your timeline and give yourself more margin? So you could have accounted for something that didn't go according to plan. Mm -hmm. So that's a small thing Mm -hmm. that I think you can do practically to to be a man of your word because a lot of people want to and then just life gets in the way and yeah so well yeah and if you're not a person of like healthy community then it's just going to be easier to be to not be a person of your word and right. i even go back to like the accountability but there's like that when you when you are trying to improve yourself like know that inevitably there's going to be at least one person that like doesn't like it and there's mm-hmm. this picture that I'm sure people are familiar with is like if a lobster is trying to like yes, climb right. out of the tank, like the other lobsters will pull it down. Like you can go to the, your grocery store and like watch this happen. But <laughs> it's just this idea of like if you are trying to elevate your life, like the people that are too lazy or insecure or fearful to, to do that in their own lives, it makes them uncomfortable what you're doing. So they want to pull you back down. So you right. need to know that you're going to face that and that's why you need and that's why we're trying to create community in our lives where we can invite people in who are at different spots but like we see uncommonness in them that we're just trying to help them tap into we're not mm-hmm. just grabbing anybody you know mm-hmm. off the, the street no. that's not trying to push for something better it's like we see potential and we right. together want to elevate each other so. that's a good point and surrounding yourself with people who are like leveling you up in a way of like, whoa, he operates at a whole different level of ownership or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think there is something about that ownership piece that gives me a lot of peace of mind. So I don't fall victim to other things. So the margin is a big thing. And then ownership, no matter what. And we, we play in the ultimate Frisbee field a lot. There's times where like, I don't even touch the Frisbee yet. I I can take ownership of why we didn't do something like I didn't guard my guy at all. Hmm. You know, like I really just didn't do what I needed to do or I completely stopped running Mm -hmm. like, and that affected what this person did. So I can always take ownership instead of yelling at somebody else. Like, 
take the plank out of your own eye before you try to like dust the person off. So I think that's biblical too, but I love this, this passage. And then at the end just says like, it's evil if it's not. And so those are my things. And I think that's something I wanted to put out there because I want people to hold me accountable. Um, oh yeah. So it says any, sorry, going back to the Bible, anything more than this is from the evil one. Hmm. So making sure you're a man of your word or woman of your word. And when people interact with you, they know they're dealing with a person with high integrity. And that is uncommon yeah. in pretty much every aspect of your life. And it'll show you and it'll bring you out and, and showcase you in this uncommon way, which I think is super attractive because it's biblical. Sweet. Okay. So what do you think should be our takeaway, our action item? I think too, here's the deal. If you want us to hold you accountable in any way, we would love that opportunity. We have call groups that we do that uh, people jump into. Um, they can hear more about. Uh, they can hold each other accountable. But if don't put people in an awkward position and have them hold you accountable if you're not holding yourself accountable. Like, yeah. So I think that would be my last thing. But. Yeah, I think uh, when I'm thinking of like, how am I a man of my word? my mind goes to what are the things that I even say that I'm going to do. And Mm. so if I'm not even creating goals and we've, we've shared about core values and, and then from that, like doing affirmation visualization exercises. Mm. And I think from that then flows like how you can effectively create and achieve goals. So I always go back to like, know what your core values are. Cause if you're, I think that's super important because then you know what you should be saying yes to and what you should be saying no to. You shouldn't be saying yes to things that don't align with like what you truly value on the inside. And you should look for opportunities to say yes to things that align. So it's good. Good place to start. Well, you've been listening to the the uncommon podcast. I've been your host, Philip. I'm Ryan till next time. Go be a man and woman of your work. Thank you for listening to the uncommon podcast. If you have benefited from our show, I would ask you to follow rate and review and share our show. And be sure to check out our website at theuncommon.com where you can learn more about our mission, sign up for one of our live experiences, and take advantage of many resources that will empower you on your uncommon journey.